45. Jones, A Man's Shadow 1890, and The Charlatan 1894. He also wrote, in collaboration with Harry J. The Melodrama Loan in London, in 1896 he became, so far as some of his work was concerned, his own publisher. In the autumn of 1900 he had a paralytic seizure, from which he never recovered. He died at Streatham on the 10th of June 1901. Buchanan's poems were collected into three volumes in 1874, into one volume in 1884, and as complete poetical works two volumes. 1901. Among his poems should also be mentioned, The Drama of Kings, 1871, Saint Abe and His Seven Wives, A Lively Tale of Salt Lake City, published anonymously in 1872, and, Balder the Beautiful, 1877, The City of Dream, 1888, The Outcast, A Rhyme for the Time, 1891, and, The Wandering Jew, 1893. His earlier novels, The Shadow of the Sword, and God and the Man, 1881. A striking tale of a family feud, are distinguished by a certain breadth and simplicity of treatment which is not so noticeable in their successors, among which may be mentioned The Martyrdom of Madeline 1882, Foxglove Manor 1885, Iffy Hetherington 1896, and Father Anthony 1898, David Gray and other essays, chiefly on poetry 1868, Master Spirits 1873, A Poet's Sketchbook 1883 in which the interesting essay on Gray is reprinted, and a look round literature 1887, contain Buchanan's chief contributions to periodical literature. More valuable is The Land of Lorne two volumes, 1871, a vivid record of yachting experiences on the west coast of Scotland. See also Harry J. Robert Buchanan, some account of his life 1903. Bucharest Bucharest also written Bucharest, 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 Bucharest and Bucharest the capital of Romania, and chief town of the department of Ilthoth. Although Bucharest is the conventional English spelling, the forms Bucharest and Bucharest more nearly represent the correct pronunciation. The population in 1900 was 282.071, including 43.274 Jews, and 53.056 aliens, mostly Austro-Hungarian subjects. With its outlying parts, Bucharest covers more than 20 square meters. It lies in a hollow, traversed from northwest to southeast by the river Dimbovitsa Dimbovita or Dimbovita, and is built mainly on the left bank. A range of low hills affords shelter on the west and southwest, but on every other side there are drained, though still unhealthy, marshes, stretching away to meet the central Wallachian plains. From a distance, the multitude of its gardens, and the turrets and metal-plated or gilded cupolas of its many churches give Bucharest a certain picturesqueness. In a few of the older districts, too, where land is least valuable, there are antique one-storied houses, surrounded by poplars and acacias, while the gypsies and Romans, wearing their brightly colored native costumes, the Russian coachmen, or sleigh drivers, of the banished lip of onset, and the peddlers, with their doleful street cries, render Bucharest unlike any western capital. Nevertheless, the city is modern, until about 1860, indeed. The dimly lit lanes were paved with rough stone blocks, embedded in the clay soil, which often subsided, so as to leave the surface undulating like a sea. Drains were rare, epidemics common, owing to the frequency of earthquakes. Many houses were built of wood, and in 1847 fully a quarter of the city was laid waste by fire. The plague visited Bucharest in 1718, 1738, 1793, 
when an earthquake destroyed a number of old buildings, and in 1813, when 70.000 of the inhabitants died in six weeks, from the accession of Prince Charles, in 1866, a gradual reform began, the river was enclosed between stone embankments, sewerage and pure water were supplied, gas and electric light installed, and horse or electric tramways laid down in the principal thoroughfares, which were paved with granite or wood, the older houses are of brick, overlaid with white or tinted plaster, and ornamented with figures or foliage in terracotta, but owing to the great changes of temperature in Romania, the plaster soon cracks and peels off, giving a dilapidated appearance to many streets, the chief modern buildings, such as the Athenium, with its ionic facade and Byzantine dome, are principally on the quays and boulevards, and are constructed of stone. Eucharist is often called, the Paris of the East, partly from a supposed social resemblance, partly from the number of its boulevards and avenues. Three main thoroughfares, the Plevna, Lipskami, and Vakrashai, skirt the left bank of the river, the Elizabeth Boulevard, and the Kalia Victoriae, or, Evan of Victory, which commemorates the Romanian success at Plevna, in 1877 radiate east and north, respectively, from the lips came I, and meet a broad road which surrounds all sides of Bucharest, except the northwest. The lips came I was originally the street of merchants who obtained their wares from the annual fair at Leipzig, for almost all crafts or guilds, other than the bakers and tavern keepers, were long confined to separate quarters, and the old names have survived, as in the musicians, furriers, and money changers' quarters. Continuous with the Calia Victoriae, on the north, is the Keys Isle of Park, traversed by the Chausée, a favorite drive, leading to the pretty Banyasa race course, where spring and autumn meetings are held. The Susmegi or Susmegi Park, which has a circumference of about one meter is laid out between the Plevna Road and the Calia Victoriae, and there are botanical and zoological gardens. The Orthodox Greek churches are generally small, with very narrow windows and are built of brick in a modified Byzantine style. They are usually surmounted by two or three towers, but the bells are hung in a kind of wooden porch, resembling a V.04P.0663 gate, and standing about 20 paces from the church, the cathedral, or metropolitan church, where the metropolitan primate of Romania officiates, was built between 1656 and 1665. It has the shape of a Greek cross, surrounded by a broad cloister, with four main entrances, each surmounted by a turret, the whole culminates in three brick towers, standing on high ground, the cathedral overlooks all Bucharest, and commands a view of the Carpathians, other interesting churches are St. Spiridion on the new 1768, the loftiest and most beautiful of all, the Domna Balasa 1751, noteworthy for its rich carved work without, and frescoes within, and the ancient Vicerac Bucher, said, in local traditions, to derive its name from Bucher, a shepherd whom legend makes the founder of Bucharest, the real founder and date of this church, and of many others, are unknown, thanks to the frequent obliteration of Slavonic inscriptions by the Greek clergy, the Protestants, Armenians and Lipovans worship in their own churches, and the Jews have several synagogues, Bucharest is also the seat of the Roman Catholic Archbishop, but the Roman Catholics, while numbering nearly 37.000 in 1899, possess only three churches, including the Cathedral of St. Joseph. Eucharist is a great educational center, besides the ordinary ecclesiastical seminaries, lyceums, gymnasia and elementary schools, 
it possesses schools of commerce, science and art institutes, and training colleges, for engineers and veterinary surgeons, while the university, founded in 1864, has faculties of theology, philosophy, literature, law, science, medicine and pharmacy. Students pay no fees except for board, the National Library, containing many precious Oriental documents, and the meeting hall of the Romanian Senate, are both included in the university buildings, which, with the Athenium used for literary conferences and for music, and the Central Girls' School, are regarded as the best example of modern Romanian architecture. Other libraries are those of the Nifon Seminary, of the Charles University Foundation Fondatiunea Universitara Carol, which endows research, and rewards literary or scientific merit, the Central Library, and the Library of the Academy, which also contains a Museum of Natural History and Antiquities. Among philanthropic institutions may be mentioned the Colte, Brincovan, Maternitate, Philanthropia and Pendleman Hospitals, the Marcutz Lunatic Asylum, and the Princess Elena Refugius Elena Domna, founded by Princess Elena Cusa in 1862. To provide for 230 orphan girls, the summer home of these girls is a convent in the Transylvanian Alps. Hotels and restaurants are numerous. There are two theaters, the National and the Lyric, which is mainly patronized by foreign players, but minor places of amusement abound, as also do clubs political, social and sporting. Socially, indeed, the progress of Bucharest is remarkable. It's political literary and scientific circles being on a level with those of most European capitals. Bucharest is the winter residence of the royal family, the meeting place of parliament, and the seat of an appeal court Curtia de Apel, of the Supreme Court Curtia de Cassatai, of the ministries, the National Bank, the Bank of Romania, many lesser credit establishments, and a chamber of commerce. The railway lines which meet on the western limit of the city give access to all parts, and the telephone system besides being internally complete, communicates with Brilla, Galatz, Jassy and Sinai. Bucharest has a very large transit trade in petroleum, timber and agricultural produce, above all, in wheat and maize. Its industries include petroleum refining, extraction of vegetable oils, cabinet making, brandy distilling, tanning, and the manufacture of machinery, wire, nails, metalware, cement, soap, candles, paste, starch, paper, cardboard, pearl buttons, textiles, leather goods, ropes, glucose, army supplies, preserved meat and vegetables, and confectionery. An important fair is held for seven days in each year. The mercantile community is largely composed of Austrians, Frenchmen, Germans, Greeks and Swiss, who form exclusive colonies. Bucharest is the headquarters of the II, Army Corps, and a fortress of the first rank. The fortifications were constructed in 1885-1896 on a project drafted by the Belgian engineer, General Brielmont. In 1883, the mean distance of the forts from the city is 4 meters and the perimeter of the defenses which are technically of special importance as embodying the system of Brielmont is about 48 meters this perimeter being defended by 36 armored forts and batteries. There are barracks for over 30.000 cavalry and infantry. An arsenal a military hospital and three military academies. The legend of Bucharest plainly unhistorical, and the meaning of Bucharest has been much disputed. One account derives it from an Albanian word Bukur, meaning joy, in memory of a victory won by Prince Mercy of Wallachia c. 1483-1419 over the Turks. 
For this reason Bucharest is often called, the City of Joy. Like most ancient cities of Romania, its foundation has also been ascribed to the first Wallachian prince, the half-mythical Raju Negrusi 1290-1314. More modern historians declare that it was originally a fortress, erected on the site of the Dica Roman Finus, to command the approaches to Turgovishti, formerly the capital of Wallachia. It soon became the summer residence of the court. In 1595 it was burned by the Turks, but, after its restoration, continued to grow in size and prosperity, until, in 1698, Prince Constantine Brinkovan chose it for his capital. During the 18th century the possession of Bucharest was frequently disputed by the Turks, Austrians and Russians. In 1812 it gave its name to the treaty by which Bessarabia and a third of Moldavia were ceded to Russia. In the War of 1828 it was occupied by the Russians, who made it over to the Prince of Wallachia in the following year. A rebellion against Prince Bibescu in 1848 brought both Turkish and Russian interference, and the city was again held by Russian troops in 1853-1854. On their departure an Austrian garrison took possession and remained till March 1857. In 1858 the International Congress for the Organization of the Danubian Principalities was held in the city, and when, in 1861, the Union of Wallachia and Moldavia was proclaimed, Bucharest became the Romanian capital. Prince Cusa, the first ruler of the United Provinces, was driven from his throne by an insurrection in Bucharest in 1866. For the subsequent history of the city see Romania, History, Bachelor, Ephorians 1837-1908, German classical scholar, was born in Rheinberg on the 3rd of June 1837, and educated at Bonn. He held professorships successively at Freiburg 1858, Greifswald 1866, and Bonn 1870, and in 1878 became joint editor of the Rheinisches Museum für Philologie. Both as a teacher and as a commentator he was extremely successful. Among his editions are, Frontini de Actis Urbis Roni Leipzig, 1858, Per Vigilio Venris Leipzig, 1859, Petroni Saverarum Reliquiae Berlin. 1862, Third Education 1882, Hymnus Sereris Hobericus Leipzig, 1869, Cusa Seronis Reliquiae 1869, Hirondi Nemiam by Bonn, 1892, he wrote also Grundriss Dier Latinischen Declination 1866, Dies von Gordon Frankfurt, 1885, with Zietelmann, and supervised the Third Edition 1893 of Oyans per se, Juvenalis. Sulpicia Saturi, B.U.C.H.R., German publicist, was born on the 25th of October 1817 at Neustatin, in Pomerania, his father being master at a gymnasium. After studying at the University of Berlin he adopted the legal profession, elected a member of the National Assembly in Berlin in 1848. He was an active leader of the Extreme Democratic Party. With others of his colleagues he was in 1850 brought to trial for having taken part in organizing a movement for refusal to pay taxes, he was condemned to 15 months imprisonment in a fortress, but left the country before the sentence was executed. For 10 years he lived in exile, chiefly in London, he acted as special correspondent of the National Zeitung, and gained a great knowledge of English life, and he published a work, Dear Parliamentarismus Yarist, a criticism of parliamentary government which shows a marked change in his political opinions. In 1860 he returned to Germany, and became intimate with Lasselli, 
who made him his literary executor. In 1864 he was offered by Bismarck, and accepted, a high position in the Prussian Foreign Office. The reasons that led him to a step which involved so complete a break with his earlier friends and associations are not clearly known. From this time till his death he acted as Bismarck's secretary, and was the man who probably enjoyed the greatest V.04P.0664 amount of his confidence. It was he who drew up the text of the Constitution of the North German Confederation. In 1870 he was sent on a very confidential mission to Spain in connection with the Hohenzollern candidature for the Spanish crown. He assisted Bismarck at the final negotiations for the Treaty of Frankfurt, and was one of the secretaries to the Congress of Berlin. He also assisted Bismarck in the composition of his memoirs. Hooker, who was a man of great ability, had considerable influence, which was especially directed against the economic doctrines of the liberals. In 1881 he published a pamphlet criticizing the influence and principles of the Cobden Club. He identified himself completely with Bismarck's later commercial and colonial policy, and probably had much to do with introducing it, and he did much to encourage anti-British feeling in Germany. He died at Glion, in Switzerland, on the 12th of October 1892. See Heinrich V. Poschinger, I'm 48 E.R., Lothar Bucher's Leben and Worky 3 Volumes, Berlin, 1890, Bush, Bismarck, Some Secret Pages of His History London. 1898, J.W.V., B.U.C.H.E.Z., Philippe Joseph Benjamin 1796-1865, French author and politician, was born on the 31st of March 1796 at Montigny-le-Petit, now in Belgium, then in the French department of the Ardennes, he finished his general education in Paris, and afterwards applied himself to the study of natural science and medicine. In 1821 the company operated with St. Alman Buzzard and others in founding a secret association, modeled on that of the Italian Carbonari, with the object of organizing a general armed rising against the government. The organization spread rapidly and widely, and displayed itself in repeated attempts at revolution. In one of these attempts, the affair at Belfort, Duquez was gravely compromised, although the jury which tried him did not find the evidence sufficient to warrant his condemnation. In 1825 he graduated in medicine, and soon after he published with the least relotopracy element hired hygiene. About the same time he became a member of the St. Simonian Society, presided over by Buzzard, Bartholomew Prosper and Fannin, and Olinda Rodriguez, and contributed to its organ, the Producteur. He left it in consequence of aversion to the strange religious ideas developed by its supreme father, and Fannin and began to elaborate what he regarded as a Christian socialism. For the exposition and advocacy of his principles he founded a periodical called the European. In 1833 he published an introduction a la science to Historier, which was received with considerable favor second education improved and enlarged. Two volumes, 1842. Notwithstanding its prolixity, this is an interesting work. The part which treats of the aim foundation and methods of the science of history is valuable, but what is most distinctive in Duquesne's theory the division of historical development into four great epochs originated by four universal revelations, of each epoch into three periods corresponding to desire, reasoning and performance, and of each of these periods into a theoretical and practical age is nearly ingenious see Flint's philosophy of history in Europe, I-242-252, Duquesne next edited along with Emru Lavern 1802-1874, the Histoire Parlementaire de la Révolution Française 1833-1838, 40 volumes, 
This vast and conscientious publication is a valuable store of material for the early periods of the first French Revolution. There is a review of it by Carlyle Miscellanies, the first two parts of whose own history of the French Revolution are mainly drawn from it. The editors worked under the inspiration of a strong admiration of the principles of Robespierre and the Jacobins, and in the belief that the French Revolution was an attempt to realize Christianity. In the essai d'un traité complet de philosophie au point de vue du Catholicisme et du Progrès 1839-1840 Buc has endeavored to company ordinate in a single system the political, moral, religious and natural phenomena of existence, denying the possibility of innate ideas. He asserted that morality comes by revelation, and is therefore not only certain, but the only real certainty. It was partly owing to the reputation which he had acquired by these publications, but still more owing to his connection with the national newspaper, and with the secret societies hostile to the government of Louis Philippe, that he was raised, by the revolution of 1848, to the presidency of the Constituent Assembly. He speedily showed that he was not possessed of the qualities needed in a situation so difficult and in days so tempestuous. He retained the position only for a very short time. After the dissolution of the Assembly he was not re-elected, thrown back into private life. He resumed his studies, and added several works to those which have been already mentioned. A Traité de Politique published 1866, which may be considered as the completion of his Traité de Philosophie was the most important of the productions of the last period of his life. His brochures are very numerous and on a great variety of subjects, medical, historical, political, philosophical, and c. He died on the 12th of August 1865. He found a disciple of considerable ability in Aviat, who advocated and applied his principles in various writings. See also Aviat, PBJ Bouquet, in Journal des Economists for 1865. B-U-C-H-H-O-L-C, a town of Germany, in the kingdom of Saxony, 1700 feet above the sea, on the Sema, 18 meters S by E of Chemnitz by rail, Hop, 1905-9307, it has a Gothic evangelical church and monuments of Frederick the Wise of Saxony, and Bismarck, there is a school for instruction in lace making, an industry dating from 1589, which still forms the chief employment of the inhabitants, Bechner. Friedrich Karl Christian Ludwig 1824-1899, German philosopher and physician, was born at Darmstadt. He studied at Gießen, Strasbourg, Wurzburg and Vienna. In 1852 he became lecturer in medicine at the University of Twiningen, where he published his great work Kraft and Stuff 1855. In this work, the product, according to a Lange, of a fanatical enthusiasm for humanity, he sought to demonstrate the indestructibility of matter and force, and the finality of physical force. The extreme materialism of this work excited so much opposition that he was compelled to give up his post at Twinningen. He retired to Darmstadt, where he practiced as a physician and contributed regularly to pathological and physiological magazines. He continued his philosophical work in defense of materialism, and published Nader and Geist 1857. Those Nader and Wissenschaft Volume I 1862, Volume I, 1884, Friends and Items Ostem Geistigen Leben der Gegenwart 1890, Darwinismus and Socialismus 1894, Indians der Wahrheit 1899, he died at Darmstadt on the 1st of May 1899, in estimating Bechner's philosophy it must be remembered that he was primarily a physiologist, not a metaphysician. 
matter and force or energy are infinite, the conservation of force follows from the imperishability of matter, the ultimate basis of all science. Bechner is not always clear in his theory of the relation between matter and force. At one time he refuses to explain it, but generally he assumes that all natural and spiritual forces are indwelling in matter, just as a steam engine, he says in Kraft and Stoff 7th Education page 130, produces motion. So the intricate organic complex of force-bearing substance in an animal organism produces a total sum of certain effects, which, when bound together in a unity, are called by us mind, soul, thought. Here he postulates force and mind as emanating from original matter a materialistic monism, but in other parts of his works he suggests that mind and matter are two different aspects of that which is the basis of all things a monism which is not necessarily materialistic, and which, in the absence of further explanation, constitutes a confession of failure. Bechner was much less concerned to establish a scientific metaphysic than to protest against the romantic idealism of his predecessors and the theological interpretations of the universe. Nature according to him is purely physical, it has no purpose, no will, no laws imposed by extraneous authority, no supernatural ethical sanction. See Frauenstadt, Dear Materialismus Leipzig, 1856, Janet, The Materialism of the Present Day, A Criticism of Dry Bechner's System. Trans. Mass in London. 1867. B.U.C.H.O.N. Jean Alexander 1791-1849. French scholar. Was born on the 21st of May 1791 at Manette to And died on the 29th of August 1849. An ardent liberal. He took an active part in party struggles under the Restoration. While V.04P.0665 throwing himself with equal vigor into the great work of historical regeneration which was going on at that period. During 1822 and the succeeding years he traveled about Europe on the search for materials for his collection des chroniques nationales françaises écrites en langue vulgaire du XIIIOXVIE cycle 47 volumes, 1824-1829. After the revolution of 1830 he founded the Pantheon Littéraire, in which he published a choix d'ouvrages mystiques 1843, a choix de monuments primitifs de l'église crédit in 1837, a choix des historiens grecs 1837, a collection of chroniques étrangeres relatives aux expeditions françaises pendant l'exilie cycle 1840, and, most important of all, a choix de chroniques et mémoires sur l'histoire de France 1836-1841. His travels in southern Italy and in the East had put him upon the track of the medieval French settlements in those regions, and to the subject he devoted several important works, Recherches et Material pour servir en histoire de la domination française dans les provinces de membres de l'Empire grec 1840, Nouvelles Recherches historiques sur la principauté française de Moray et Southeast Sotes Baronies 2 volumes, 1843-1844, Histoire des conquêtes et de l'établissement des Français d'Anzelles et Apstelancia en Grèce sous Isbillardou in 1846, and finished. None of the numerous publications which we owe to Bukhan can be described as thoroughly scholarly, but they have been of great service to history, and those concerning the East had an especial the value of original research. B.U.C.H.U. or B.U.K. leaves, the produce of several shrubby plants belonging to the genus Barosmanat, Order Rutaceae. Natives of the Cape of Good Hope, the principal species, B. crenulated, has leaves of a smooth leathery texture, oblong ovate in shape, from an inch to an inch and a half in length, with serolate or crenulate margins, 
on which as well as on the underside are conspicuous oil glands. The other species which yield buku are Bceratifolia, having linear lanceolate sharply serolate leaves, and Bbetulina, the leaves of which are cuneate obovate, with denticulate margins. They are all, as found in commerce, of a pale yellow-green color, they emit a peculiar aromatic odor, and have a slightly astringent bitter taste. Bukua leaves contain a volatile oil, which is of a dark yellow color, and deposits a form of camphor on exposure to air, a liquid hydrocarbon being the solvent of the camphor within the oil glands. There is also present a minute quantity of a bitter principle. The leaves of a closely allied plant, Amplurum seratulum, are employed as a substitute or adulterant for buku. As these possess no glands they are a worthless substitute. The British Pharmacopoeia contains an infusion and tincture of buku. The former may be given in doses of an ounce and the latter in doses of a dram. The drug has the properties common to all substances that contain a volatile oil. The infusion contains very little of the oil and is of very slight value. Until the advent of the modern synthetic products buku was valued in diseases of the urinary tract. But its use is now practically obsolete. Book. Carl Darling 1866, American philologist, was born on the 2nd of October 1866, at Bucksport, Maine. He graduated at Yale in 1886, was a graduate student there for three years, and studied at the American School of Classical Studies in Athens 1887-1889 and in Leipzig 1889-1892. In 1892 he became professor of Sanskrit and Indo-European Comparative Philology in the University of Chicago, but it is in the narrower field of the Italic dialects that his important work lies, including Dear Vocalismus Dear Oskiskenspraka 1892, The Umbrian Verb System 1895, and Grammar of Oscan and Umbrian 1904, as well as an excellent praise of the Italic languages in Johnson's Universal Cyclopedia. He collaborated with W.G. Hale Q.V. in the preparation of a Latin grammar 1903. Of his contributions to a reviews on phonological topics, perhaps the most important is his discussion of Brugman's Law. Book. Dudley 1839-1909, American musical composer, was born in Hartford, Connecticut, on the 10th of March 1839, the son of a merchant who gave him every opportunity for cultivating his musical talents and for four years 1858-1862 he studied at Leipzig, Dresden and Paris. On returning to America he held the position of organist at Hartford, Chicago 1869, and Boston 1871. In 1875 he went to New York to assist Theodore Thomas as conductor of the orchestral concerts, and from 1877 to 1903 was organist at Holy Trinity Church. Meanwhile he had become well known as a composer of church music. A number of cantatas Columbus, 1876, Golden Legend, 1880, Light of Asia, 1885, and C. A Grand Opera, Serapis, A Comic Opera, Deseret 1880, A Symphonic Overture, Marmion, A Symphony in E-flat, and other orchestral and vocal works. He died on the 6th of October 1909. Both. One from the Oang. Both. A he-goat. And Boca. A male deer the male of several animals, of goats, hares and rabbits, and particularly of the fellow deer. During the 18th century the word was used of a spirited, reckless young man of fashion, and later, with particular reference to extravagance in dress, of a dandy, two from a root common to Teutonic and Romance languages, cf, the jer, botch, fr, b, and eel, bucata, 
the bleaching of clothes in lie, also the lie itself, and the clothes to be bleached. So a boat basket means a basket of clothes ready for the wash. Three either from an obsolete word meaning body, or from the sense of bouncing or jumping, derived from one, a word now only found in compound words, as boat board, a light four-wheeled vehicle, the primitive form of which has one or more seats on a springy board, joining the front and rear axles and serving both as springs and body, a boat wagon, Dutch. Bookwagen is a South African cart with a frame projecting over the wheels, used for the transport of heavy loads, for either from book, a he goat, or from a common Teutonic root, to bend, as seen in the jer, beckon, and ang, bow, a verb meaning, to a leap, seen especially in the compound, boat jumper, a horse which leaps clear off the ground, with feet cut together and arched back, descending with four feet rigid and head down and drawn inwards, boat being, or bog being meaningly's trifoli added, a member of the gentian family, a bog plant with a creeping stem, alternately arranged large leaves each with three leaflets, and spikes of white or pink flowers, the stout stem is bitter and has tonic and fibrifuge properties, the plant is widely distributed through the north temperate zone, Beckyberg, a town of Germany, capital of the principality of Schomburg-Lippe, pleasantly situated at the foot of the Haraldberg on the river out, six meters from Minden, on the main railway from Cologne to Berlin, Pop, 6,000, it has a palace standing in extensive grounds, a gymnasium, a normal seminary, a library, a synagogue, and three churches, one of which has the appropriate inscription, Religionis non structure exemplum, the first houses of Beckyberg began to gather round the castle about 1465, and it was not till the 17th century that the town was surrounded with walls which have given place to a ring of pretty promenades. The poet J.G. von Herder was court preacher here from 1771 to 1776. Buckridge held several livings, and was highly esteemed by King James I whose chaplain he became. In 1605 he was elected president of Street John's College, a position which he vacated on being made Bishop of Rochester in 1611. He was transferred to the Bishopric of Ely in 1628, and died on the 23rd of May 1631. The bishop won some fame as a theologian and a controversialist.